yeah, we are back. It's another Mortborg actual plan. This time, there wasn't a year between the episodes. Can you believe it, guys? <laughs> Surprising. There you go. Well, you know the drill by now, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see who we got today. Nick, who are you and what you're playing? Uh, right, well, I am Nick, as you all know, and I will be playing Torn, the uh, occult herbalist. And how about you, James Clizzle? Oh, James Clizzle up in your hizzle. And I'm playing Kettler Chudley, who's wretched royalty. He looks down on everyone, including you, you cucks. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is that is it. But before we begin, the other day I was in London and uh, I had to get a taxi. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? Can you guess which kind? Uh, Black. Uh, That's right. Let's fucking do this. Bulk, bulk. Kettler and Torn. The sweet mission of your revenge is coming along quite nicely. After being put to death by the royal Chudley family of Galgenbeck, your family, Catler, and your employers, Torn, you were resurrected, only to find your once grand nation has fallen into ruin. The county that you resided in is the only thing left, as the lands are being eaten by a screaming red sea called Timefall. The religion of the world has been replaced by a church worshipping two two-headed basilisks. These creatures use the powers of prediction and talk of dooms and destruction, all of which are coming true. Still, this is a mere footnote in your mission for revenge. The both of you ruthlessly hunting down the people who had you killed, and so far the executioner has been dispatched, and the priest who testified against you died as you tortured him. It's been tough on you guys, of course. Your rotting bodies have withstood a huge amount of damage, but won't last for much longer. Torn, you have no arms, no arse, (laughs) and several meaty chunks missing from your... from your stinking torso. While Catler, you only have one arm and your face has been chewed thin by maggots. You do have a companion on your quest though, Catler's great uncle Steve, who sold stories about the royal family before the world ended and had his soul transferred into a sword as punishment. Now though, you stand in Galgenbeck, the city you used to call home. Battered, bruised and bloody, you've just finished fighting in a death tournament to gain access to the priest who lies dead in the fight club's basement. Out on the streets, things are pretty miserable. As you stand outside the entrance to the Fight Club, you see people stretching all the way up Royal Hill, crying and praying at the church of the two-headed basilisks, which used to be your castle. Blood pours from beneath the cracks of the huge doors of the castle, which emaciated citizens lick up from the dirty ground, desperate for any sustenance. That doesn't look too appetizing, my lord. Well, no. No, it doesn't, but... Forgive me if I'm uh, mm-hmm. I'm a bit mistaken. Your sword speaks up, your uncle. Yes, but uncle I, I didn't really visit your castle as much as I wanted to, you know, back in the day. Did the rivers of blood running and underneath the big doors well, that, was that was that a feature before? Well, well actually, no. Now you mention it, mm. no, no, no. The rivers run with uh, bows. They did, and 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 partying, and there was good music and yes. interesting people to talk to, and yes, yes. and now look, this well, these, cesspit. It, these people crying outside is a sort of music. Well, it's not really the music that we're used to, although... Yeah, but it's got uh, kind of beautiful melancholy to it, if you give mm, it a chance. Right, listen, 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 listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Dire Straits to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good band. Mm-hmm. What? What do you mean? <laughs> you know, Dire Straits, they always used to play in the... Uh... No, I meant the situation is dire. Oh, so we right. are in yeah, dire... Yeah, st- yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, sorry. I don't know what this band is. When you get when you get transferred into a sword, it does things with your brain. Brain fog. Sword fog. Sword, sword fog, yes. No, anyway, I, who are we I've going had that for? that tipple before, actually. Who are we going for next, lads? 
Oh, let me check my list. If I had an arm, I would take a look. Oh, yes, look, look me. I'll take it out. Would you front pocket, back pocket, I side pocket? I believe so, my lord. Any pocket. Right, I'll fondle, fondle the pocket. There we go. Go deep. Catler, you reach your arm deep, uh, elbow deep into Torn's pocket and pull out the list. You see that the executioner and the priest are scratched off, leaving only the king and the prince. Mm. Ah, my lord, I'm afraid we've got to the point where it's dear old daddy and that foul brother of yours. Just a couple of cunts left. (laughs) (laughs) He always was a shit brother. Yes. Never liked him. Never liked him. Nope. The thing, thing about him is, right... He's a, he's a cunt, but he don't realise he's a cunt. Oh, that's the worst kind. type. Yep, that's the terrible. worst kind. Oblivious yeah. to their cuntiness. Well, you know where you stand with a person who knows he's... Yes. You know, right. Like you, Catler, for example. Yes, yes. Well... Yes. What? Oh, no, no, look, I just... Uh, I mean... Um, what do you mean? I'm not a cunt. No. Suddenly your conversation is interrupted. As you stand amongst the stinking filth pile that you used to call home, a man crouched on the floor, cuddling for, for warmth with two young children, looks up. The eyes on his weather-beaten face widen, and he whispers something to the children before getting up. He adjusts the sackcloth clothes he's wearing and limps towards you. Is it really you? But what of Oh, you're nasty. What Keep your distance, what are you? citizen. Now that he's closer, you see dried, crusty buboes cover his face, and one of his eye sockets is empty, black, and rotting, but just as wide as his other one. You, you, you won't remember me, but my name's Chris Harvey. I used to work for you. A while ago now, of course, I was the chamber pot emptier. Oh, yes, yes, no, I don't remember you at all. No, wait, wait, my lord. Um, do you remember let me, Let me look closer. Uh, I'm going to get closer to this citizen, uh, like kind of in front of the um, my lord, and just kind of try and focus to see if I recognise him. What Give me a presence doing? roll, Torn. A nine. Uh, you don't remember this guy at all, but the, he looks pretty emotional at this point, and tears are starting to build up in his one remaining eye. Sorry, my lord, no uh, no recollection. I mean, I knew the guys that used to do the poop uh, clearing, and, I, and I'm sure, unless he's terribly, terribly Let deformed. Let me take a look. I did used to uh, have my head down to lose a few times, didn't I? Don't get too close, though, my lord, no. just in case. He stands there sort of expectantly waiting for a chance to speak as you look him over, Catler. What did you get? I got uh, 16 overall. And, yeah, you recognise this guy. He was one of the finest chamber pot emptiers ever. You had the cleanest shit chambers in the whole castle and he's like you 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 do remember me surely oh ha harvey it's you it is my lord oh it's him oh i mean he doesn't look a a day different actually at all no he looks exactly the same yes now that you mention it i do see it my lord see the crusty crusty eye socket (laughs) harvey where have you been my man yes well mainly on the streets with me two kids it's been a Kids? It's been, uh, and he points, he's like, those are me two children over there. Oh, I thought they were, sorry, they were quite dirty. I thought they were piles of poo. <laughs> no, easily mistaken, my lord, but no, I'm afraid they are ah, young, younglings. I do Harvey. remember you were quite the joker, Catler. But wait, but wait, but wait, Harvey, why have you been put to the street when you could remove fecal matter so well? Look around you, my lord, we're... We're in the very jaws of hell. This will not do, my lord. No. Well, I've, I've actually, there's been loads of rumours floating around, and some of the other gutter snipes said that the old princess come back. I just, I just can't believe it. Is it, is it, is it true what yes. they say? Well, can you not see me with your one eye, well, Cyclops? I mean, 
What I mean is, all of the other snipes reckon you're gonna murder your old family for putting you in the grave and you're gonna save us all. Dethrone the basilisks, bring back the old religions. Please, say it's true. Well, I am the correct my lord, ruler. My lord, my lord, if I may, um, just in hushed tones. The walls may have eyes and spies with ears that leer. You understand? I do. Very nice poem. Um, Now, what was it you meant? He listens in and he can actually hear you whispering. He's like, some of the wolves do have eyes, literally. Oh, Stuff ain't making any sense anymore. If you, could you not replace yours with one of those? Well, I mean, I could do, but I'm not I'm not really in the eye-gouging game. I'm more in the waste management. Okay, but who who did you um who did you hear the the rumors from? Hmm? Well, loads of people. Loads. Right. Well, apparently I heard that you guys were in some fight club and you were announcing your comeback on the stage. Oh, yes. We? Oh, my lord. Yes, yes, of course. Well, the red mist may have overtook us at the time and we may have divulged a little more information than we needed to, but look, is this information received well by the... Well, I mean, people don't know what to believe nowadays. Everyone's believing in the bloody prophecies that are turning this world into ruin. Some people don't believe it's you, because it's on account that you look a bit different than you did before. Um, well, well, yes, I mean... But, I mean, can't, can't you had a bit more meat on you before. And, yes, uh, I did, and I had another arm. Mm-hmm. Quite, yeah, yes. you're 50% less arms. Yes. Well, you're a mathematician, are you? Wow, I'm no, impressed. No, 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 well... In waste management, you've got to have uh, many skills. Oh, really. yes, it's yes. a very, very good, very, very demanding good. job. So, um, you want to meet me, kids? No. Oh. No, I will. Look, I'm quite, <coughs> a, I'm quite good with younglings. Well, they could little ones. <laughs> um, give me a presence roll. Let's see how they react to you. <laughs> a ten. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good enough. They're not completely scared of you, considering all the shit surrounding you. And then you see Chris Harvey go, Hey, Julian, Burnick, come over here. <laughs> the two children stand. The older of the two is a boy with a crooked leg. He helps the girl up as they walk over. You notice that the girl is wide-eyed, daydreaming, and stares into space the whole time. Don't slouch, Julian. Chris barks at the boy as he adjusts his posture. So, these are me kids, Julian and Burnick. Julian's a good lad, not afraid of an hard day's work, but Bernick ain't so much useful. She's uh, determined and strong if you need anything lifting, but she don't speak anymore, though. Do our arms work? <laughs> uh, and he looks down and, uh, and he, he just goes, Bernick, move your arms, me dear, go on. And you see her just lift up her arms, like vacant expression on her face, then oh, put them back yeah. down. Well met! Brilliant. Yeah, well... She's good. I mean, it's a it's a long story about what happened to her. Maybe that's for another time. But uh, anyway, uh, who have you done so far? How close are you to finishing off your revenge? But can we trust you? That's the thing. Oh yeah. Did you do the thing? So I've seen both of your stools. Mm. Okay, mm. and I don't mean chairs. And I could I could I could have leaked that to the paper, you know what I mean? I could have said, you know, Cutler can't can't digest corn or any of that stuff, but I, but I didn't. You you can trust me as far as you can throw me, which is quite far, because I've lost a lot of weight. Turns out that wasn't actually corn. <laughs> oh, God. My lord, if I may, um, look, I believe he is genuine. He's not, now, he's the not more genuine, I, the his more, name is Chris Harvey. But the more I remember, the more I remember how great them chamber pots were cleaned, and, and how he was so dedicated to his lord and saviour, you. Right. I've got an idea. Mm-hmm. 
Let's put his handiwork at work. Yes. I'll work at hands. Well, I don't need to go just yet. But no, I mean, oh. what, what, we'll get him to clean something up. Yes. If his fingers are still as steady as they were, perhaps you can get some new arms. What okay. do you do? Well, yes, we Well, look, I say what we do. Steve speaks up. We keep him on the team. He wants to help us with our mission because he thinks you're going to save the world, right? So we keep him as long as we need him, and should he betray us in any way, we take his arms! I like what the sword is saying. But, 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 so but, do I. But he's basically got surgeon hands, so we'd just get him to attach arms to us. Mm. Well, there you go. I mean, we got to find some jute, some needles, you know. Oh, you got that sewing kit, didn't you, Torn? Yes. Yep. Yes, you did. I do. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you got your arms in your bag. Yep, I do. And I, 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 I kind of backwards headbutt them. <laughs> and and, and he, he's just like, right. Well, let's put him to work. Let's see if he can do it. And if he can, he joins the team. I'm it. Yes, my lord. Right. Where's, where's your... Where's your... You have a house? You have a house? You have an, an area? If I had a house, I wouldn't be sleeping on a royal hill being covered in blood and shit. And... All right, look, look. Let's get... Let's go to the woodland for a bit. Just want to get out of... Out of this. Mm. The feculent smell is kind of... It's kind of... Offending me. Brands my nerves. Well, I'm sorry to say this, my lord, but... Uh, the woodlands aren't where they used to be. They're full of monsties. Okay, well then, then let's just do it right here. Like, look, may as well. Mm. So you want me to attach arms to you? Yes, if you may. I have a pair. Yes. You know that I'm not a surgeon, but your hands yes, are but so you're steady. You can, you can, you can clean everything. Mm. Look, I'll give it a go, but you have to promise that you won't be angry if I get it wrong. No, 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 you're doing him first, so I won't be angry at all. <laughs> all right. No, it's fine. I don't mind going first, as I have none, so even one would be an improvement. Well, you're quite right. You're quite right. No arms is no life, that's what I say. Mm, that's Come here. quite tough. Thank you. And you hand him the sewing kit, and you see him sort of get the needle in his mouth, thread the needle into... thread the thread into the needle, and he's like, right, this is going to fucking hurt. It's fine. Look at me in the eyes. Tom. I will. My lord? He rolls a 15, and five painful minutes later, you have one arm attached. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. And as you remember, even though technically, you know, the nerves and things aren't, you know, connected up anymore, um, you can still move your old severed arms. Oh, and he's my like, goodness. Right, let's get the next one on. Come here. He gets a 17. Another five minutes later, he kind of cracks his knuckles in sort of self-appreciation, and he's like, I never knew what had it in me. My goodness, look! So I'm like kind of looking at my hands and like closing and opening my my palms, and I'm just like, my lord, it worked! I can grab things again! May I? The two children look on at this, and they look up utterly horrified. The girl still remains vacant, but the boy seems to be sort of swallowing sick down in his mouth. I try to give him a horrible, hideous, gnarled thumbs up, and I'm like, Look, kiddo! Your thumb cracks as you <laughs> extend it, and, and, and then the kid's just like, Um, okay. And he nervously puts his thumb up, and he's like, There's a good boy, Ju- Ju- Julian. You, you see... He knows how to show the respect to his elders. I taught him that. That's good. good. That's yes. good to see. He's that? a good lad. He's, He's a, good a good lad. Right. One, one last thing. Yes, yes. Uh, you ready to be, uh, me to do me fine needlework? Yes, yes. Right, come here. Crit success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my>. oh. <laughs> Not 
only is your arm attached, Catler, but it looks like it was never locked off. And you guys are suddenly put together in this hideous Frankenstein manner, and he just goes, Would you look at that? Mate, you look like a million gold. Well, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Come here a minute. I just need to test it out. I'm going to choke him for a bit, but not not to kill him. You um, grasp him round round his throat, and he's like, Yep, thank you, my little... Wow. Can I try and lift the two kids like dumbbells? Torn, give me a strength roll. 21! <laughs> yeah, you start, you start lifting them like dumbbells. The kid, and after Just a little, them. After a little while, the boy starts going, wee, wee, but the girl remains like, Completely vacant, but you're just you're lifting them. Look, my lord. At the same time, Cat, you're choking Chris, and he, he's just like, Thank you, Thank you very much, my lord. Brilliant. Look how great we are. Look how happy we are. Perhaps you could uh, loosen your grip somewhat. Oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry. <sighs> right. <sighs> Harvey, bloody hell. Harvey, shut up a minute. Okay. You and your kids are hired. Yes, Let's absolutely. Go. Let's go that way. Well, your magical fingers mm, tickle me. Tickle me now. Mm. Perfect. Right. Tickle, absolutely. Tickle me. Might be the best thing, person, we've met on this grim adventure. Well, from you to on, that means an awful lot, and uh, Anyway, let's get going, because I've got something and some information you might want to know. Why didn't you start with that, you fuck? Well, because I was being choked. Oh, yeah. Very dead. I was, right, I was yeah. about to say it when you choked. Uh, I must say, uh, great work on the choking. Uh... Um, you're very good at that. Uh, yes. Well, he, he's clearly trying to suck up to you, but um, it appears to be working a little bit. I suggest you address your new king, or should I say, your returned king, as you would address him normally. Yes. Yes, you're right, your highness. Your highness. That's more like it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get on. Thank you. Let's get going. As you start walking, he goes, all right, well, I don't know how true this be, but when the world started buggering itself, right, the basilisks didn't appear straight away. Their prophecies were discovered long before they came into existence, and it was kind of of the thing that set this whole bloody thing off. And people read the nameless scriptures, the stuff written on them came true, and it was later revealed to be the word of a a bloke called Verhu, one of the basilisks. But before even that, a woman came, crawling up from the cracks of an ancient crypt, wielding powerful magics. She set plagues of flies upon the world, waves of disease, and torrents of bloody filth. From her foul womb, she bore this uh, bloke with Verhu, the basilisk, who's been predicting the end of the blinking universe, and the very same one those people up the hill are praying to. But he, he weren't the only kid what got birthed from her, though. They were chuffing loads of them. And uh, most of them stillborn, and they got chucked down the cliffs beside the old crypt. But one of them weren't stillborn. He were alive, and she didn't even notice. This area around the cliff became known as the Valley of the Unfortunate Dead, chiefly named after the unfortunate bugger Gorg, who got chucked down there. Now he was amongst all them fetuses. Rumour goes, though, if you go to the valley, you can still still hear him screaming up curses at his old mum. Anyway, why this is all important is that this woman, known only as she, still sits atop that mountain in that chuffing crypt, and basically commands Verhu and therefore the entire world. 
Here's where it gets interesting, lads. Your dad, Catla, the king, the old king, not the returned one, he took an army up there, right at the beginning of all of this, and he lost. And some say that she's kept him all this time like a pet, making him eat off the floor. Supposedly, she keeps him on a lead and calls him her dog. Well, so I reckon your papa is up in that bloody crypt. No, I'm not going to lie, I feel like I'm going to marry her. No, no, my lord, look, the whole moral of this story is that women are bad. I've been telling you this for many years. Yes, there no good will come from a woo-man. Yes, but you've heard what she's done to my, my shitty cunt papa, haven't you? Well, that's true. I mean, if he has, ca- I mean, if she has brought the demise of our kingdom, then that is one thing that we must yeah, I mean, mention. That, that is a bit out of order, isn't it? But if she holds no, your I mean... daddy like a little bitchy pet, exactly, then that Whoa. is another. <laughs> so we, so we going up the mountain then? Yeah. What do you say? Up the mountain? Up the mountain, my lord. Yes. Well, um, I take my make the orders. So just give me a minute, just two moments, but one moment. Let my lord think, you lot. Give him some space. Move back. Chris hushes away his children and sort of uh, backs them off. And uh, Steve's like, I can't really back away. Don't have any... Just stay in your head, Steve. (laughs) Right. I've made my decision. Yes, my lord. Up the mountain we go. Up the mountain we go. (laughs) (laughs) But before we do, my lord, may I make some potions Ah. for our journey, perhaps? I'll give me a fine one. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So, Torn, you, uh, with your new arms, fold out your folding alchemist table from your bag, and... Got <gasps> oh! it again. It's another crit. It's another one. What? Right. I see he, he did the whisper. So, Nick, you have to roll uh, t- uh, D8 twice on that little chart there. Eight. Eight. First of all, you brew a uh, nice portion of black poison. Okay. And you know that um, with your 20, with your crit, Torn, you've brewed the best black poison you have ever brewed. It's going to be twice as effective. Ooh. My lord, this may be one of my best yet. Still, Run. there are some ingredients left on your table. Let's see what else I can conjure, my lord. Here we go, these new hands. <laughs> A tool. You then uh, take the rest of the ingredients and sort of scoop them into the pot with your arms and stirring it up. You've made some Izumiel's vapor, and this um, is this is a vapor that, when breathed, gives intense hallucinations. <gasps> yes. This too is doubly as efficient as it normally is, and the potion bottle sort of is brimming with energy, shaking in your hand. Oh my and God! You see that, um, Chris? Oh, I'm back, baby. I'm back. Chris is like sort of shielding his two kids' eyes, and he's like, "What foul magics be this? Bloody hell! Torn. Is that the EV?" Mm. Yeah. A... <laughs> I've only popped a BP and an EV. <laughs> oh my. The oh EV my. looks absolutely divine. Look at the bubble. I don't mind telling bubble. you that I'm VS. <laughs> don't be VS, my friend. Look, with me, if we're around, you'll never have to worry again. And I wink at him and then look at the potion. All right then, lads. Potion made. Plan hatched. Right. Let's go fuck up the king. So as he mentions the king... Your consciousness is punched by a memory, and this deep memory makes it feel like you're really there. It's something you've held on to since childhood. You are 13 years of age, Catler, and in your room at Galgenbeck Castle, before this cataclysm, it's been a long day. You were given three whacks across the knuckles with a wooden ruler by your teacher, Miss Gislassen, for stealing from the school's tuck shop. Now, you recline in bed, peaceful, the crickets chirping outside, reading a book. 
The book's title, Wrestling Maneuvers of the Eastern Lands, it features many illustrations of oiled up bravos grappling each other wearing only standard issue wrestling thongs. Hmm. This book. It's my friend. And as you say this, you hear a knock at the door. Ah! Yes? You hear a familiar voice coming from outside. My lord? Torn. Hello? Tis I, your bestest, humblest friend. Oh, Torn. Look, I've been reading this book a lot. Do you want to give it a go? What is it, my lord? So when you enter the room and you see the book, um, I'd like you both to give me a toughness roll, please. I've got a three. I've got an 18. So, uh, Torn, you manage to sort of stay your emotions a little bit, but Catler, you feel a stirring in your loins as you both stare at this book in your chambers. And then there is a sudden loud noise as your dad kicks the door open, lunging into the room angrily. Daddy! He simply picks up the book, takes one look at it, and then looks in your face, Catler, and hurls the book to the ground before spitting in your face and taking off his belt. Roll initiative. It was mine, my sire. I lent it. I lent it to I, uh, my lord. Give me a presence roll. No, oh, crit fail. He knows you're talking shit straight away, and the king says nothing, but his frown becomes worse, and he comes over and slaps you. <clears throat> oh. Three damage. I tried, my lord. He is going to go first, and he lunges. After slapping Torn, he comes over to you, Catler, and, and he goes to whack you with his belt. Give me a defense roll. Five. The whip of the belt comes in so fast and cracks you across the face with the buckle. <laughs> it hurts incredibly, and as you cry, he looks at you with pity and once again spits in your face. Leave him, sire. Then the memory fades. You are back in the present time, and Catler, you feel your face where he once scarred it with the belt. Oh, I just had the weirdest memory. What is it, my lord? That time when we uh, took that red stuff and disappeared for five days? No, it was the oh. belt buckle on the face, oh. didn't. Oh, I remember that day well. Mm. I right. tried to save you, my lord, but your wicked father... I'll make sure I hit him with the belt. ...had such fury in his eyes for... Appreciation of good booking. You went a bit vacant there, Keller. You, you are, right, mate. Oh, yes, yes. fine, fine. I just um um. He was having a moment. He was I... just composing himself for this great adventure we were yes. about to set sail on, wasn't we, my lord? Yes, 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 yes. Precisely. Well, um, precisely. If we could carry on walking, I actually have a wagon hidden outside the town, mind you, because people kept trying to eat me horse. <laughs> But, uh, but, but, I, but I don't see what's funny about that. No, no, sorry. I mean, look, it, a lot of time has changed. I mean, you know, we didn't eat horses back then, did we? Yeah, we didn't eat people neither. No. People have been doing that all over the this shop. This needs to stop. But I can take us to Bergen Crypt in there. You know, Julian Burnett can help too. You are quite fantastic. You see the boy pipe up and simply say, I'm hungry. Good. Good, good, good. Shut up, son. You'll do a good job then, won't you? All right, let's fucking go.
Chris brings you and his kids outside the western gate of the city, and once again you see the barren, splintered landscape of Galgenbeck County as thick, black rain descends on your heads, bubbling up a mighty smell like a sulfurous tar. The stars, the moon, and the clouds are gone, replaced only by black, and the rivers outside Galgenbeck have become thick obsidian liquid which flows so slowly it looks dead still. Stripped fish bones stick out of the foul muck. And as you continue to walk, Chris pipes up, just through here lads, wait there. And you see him limp over to a gap in the city walls and enter a filthy building whose back wall is just a crumbled mass of gravel, full of rubbish. This building does indeed contain a wagon just big enough for eight men. It's in fairly decent repair but has been hastily bolted back together in some areas, though this isn't the first thing you notice. The appearance of Chris's horse is quite striking. The horse looks so starved and so thin it resembles a skeleton more than it does a living creature. Through its paper-thin skin you can see its heart beating once about every five seconds. It makes a belaboured thump, and a hideous squelch can be heard. The horse's mouth hangs open, which masses of flies take, an in take as an invitation to live there, and one of the horse's front legs is simply missing. Chris wheels the abomination out. <coughs> Here he is. Wow. This what? is a steed. This is Grease Lightning. <laughs> I see. Unfortunately, uh, I lost Desert Storm a few a few few weeks back, but Grease Lightning's still going strong. Look at him. Fine specimen. Fine um, specimen. I mean, all, all three legs of him. The jaw, uh, the horse's jaw just flops off and crunches into the ground. It still oh. remains standing. He's like, uh, nothing a bit of glue won't fix. Is he okay? Well, I mean, he's moving. True. I, I see his heart beating. Um, strong isn't the word, yes. but it's beating at least. Oh, there you go. Beating. I mean, what more could you ask for? What fine stallion. We'll take maybe, grease lightning. There's maybe a better The horse makes horse. a noise at this point. He always does that. Well, sounds a bit in pain to me, honest. No, you're right, you're right. Well... Uh, should we go? Well, let's see if it works. Yes, look, that's. I, I suggest we leave, my lord, before they eat the rest of Grease Lightning. So, uh, anyway, me daughter, um, she's a bit shell-shocked, so you got to be careful around her. You see, what happened was, and then, appearing from round the bend in the wall, you see four men holding jagged homemade knives. They are painfully thin, their stomachs massively distended. They are old and all bear various fascinating diseases. One of them, perhaps the leader, brushes the few strands of hair he has out of his eyes and walks forward. So this is where you've been keeping the gourmet food, is it, Chris? He smiles a cocky, toothless grin and twirls his dagger. You know better than to keep food from old chunks and over and over the horse and the wagon. I'll be taking that too, that's good wood. Shut up, all of you fucks. Shut up. And then you see the guy sort of look back at his crew and he's like, Ah, oh, see, we've got a joke on the pack, have we? I suggest you kneel in front of your saviour. Fucking bow, you cunts. I Otherwise don't... I will kill you. I am the faintest clue you you are, you fucking decomposing cunt. Right. Now move enough. aside and let me have the fucking horse before I cut you to fucking pieces. Chris. Yeah. Come on, chunks. Chris. There's, there's no reason to do this. Deal there's with a... him. We used to be boys. Come on. Kill him now. And he was walking up to Chunks, and then you see Chunks just punch Chris over the face, and he goes, oh, Don't do that to our poop man! Roll initiative. Alright, you guys are gonna go first. You see these four goons in front of you, hungrily looking at the horse with their daggers in hand. Torn, you're gonna go first. Are you gonna take this shit? No, I am not. Right, what'd you say that for? Hits him! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna hit you, baby. 
I'm gonna hit your gut, and I'm gonna sp spin round with my new arms and do try and do a low sweeping maneuver with my massive uh, fucking warhammer and see if I can take this fucker's legs out. Give me a strength roll. Fifteen. That is gonna hit roll yes. damage. Three damage for the sledge. You uh, you spin in and smack this guy around the chop, sending him reeling back. It makes a hideous crunch as your warhammer connects with his face, and, and, and he's like, oh, "You're in big trouble now, fucking funny guy." Yeah. Oh, you think this is funny business? Oh, my jaw! Stop talking. It's gonna make it worse. Next up is gonna be Catler. Chris, deal with him. You don't have to ask me twice. And he lunges up to his feet and goes for a punch on the fucking guy. Scoring a two, you see that his uh, head has been damaged from where he's been punched and he's, he's, his balance is way off. He swings a punch up into the air. Oh my God, oh for fuck's sake, this is how you do it. No, I got him. Oh wait, I'm seeing double. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'll go for um, a Steve sword swing. Oh! Well, critical success. You, you are going to do double damage with this attack. Boy. Three on the table times two. So you lop the guy's fucking head off straight away. Ah. And um, he, his body, lifeless body, falls to the floor, squirting blood all over the ground. Did you see that, Chris? Gaze upon your saver, kids. That is how you kill. As the leader has been killed, I am going to roll morale for the rest of the, uh, the, rest of the goons. And they get a, a two. Um, you see them suddenly start to run away, and they're, and they're like... Well, I could have gone worse. There's Christopher. Christopher. Big, big, quick, quick question. Yeah? What the fuck was that? Mm. I used to roll with those guys back in the day. No, I mean your pitiful attempt. Hmm? I, well, the trouble is he hit me in the head. I thought I was seeing... I thought there were two of him, and I punched the one to the right. Should have gone for the other one. Well, yes. I'd... And you see him kneel on the ground. He's like, please accept my apology, my humble. He's over there, Chris. Oh, right. And then you see him adjust himself 90 degrees. Please accept my apology, sir. Well, okay, wait a second. Just uh, spin around again and then try and look at me one more time. <laughs> You've got this. Well, I don't see. Go and do it. Do it. I don't see what help that would. And you see him spin around once, gets a crit fail, and he falls to the floor and he's uncon. <laughs> he has fallen unconscious. <laughs> Oh, God. Right. You're, you're forgiven. Are you awake? No, I think you... he might be out, my lord. But would you like me to pop him in the back of the wagon? <clears throat> yeah, best get him up there. He knows the way, you know. I mean, oh. I hope he's not fucking dead. And you see his son go, Yeah, me too. No, he's fine. Look, he's just he just spun round too quick. It's an oopsie daisy. Oh, also, my lord, may I? And I point at the corpse. Yes, thank you. Uh, I'm gonna go have a little look at what he's got on him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> give me a D6 six roll then. Uh, Fifteen. You pull something out of his pockets, and you don't know what it used to be, but the remains of something worthless simply crumble in your hand. <laughs> yes. And Torn, as you're searching the body, you feel a tugging at your back. The boy, with his sister standing next to him, he just goes, "Is my dad gonna go to heaven?" No. No, no, he will remain no. here in this hell, I'm afraid. Yes, yes, no one goes to heaven. There's no such place. All right, come on, kids. Get up on the fucking wagon. Uh, who's driving the thing? That's the sword that's telling you what to do there, kids. Yes, now do it. Listen to him, he's my uncle. They look deeply confused, and uh, he's like, but who's driving a horse? Come on, don't worry. Well, well, oh, yeah, that's the point. Can you drive a horse? <laughs> Youngling? Young, you? Well, I've seen my dad do it plenty of times. Maybe I could give you a try. Good enough. Good enough. Off you, up your pop. Come on. Yes. He climbs up there with his sister sitting next to him and uh, is waiting for you guys to get on. Hey, Paul. My lord, may I? And I put my hands out like a little um to lift, lift, lift my lord up onto the wagon. 
Yes, 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 yes. Upsy pops, come on. Yes, sir. There he goes, there he is, he's in. The precious cargo is in. It's fucking dusty in here, isn't it? Right, now me, and we shall leave. Oh, shit, hold on. Uh, you pick him up, will you? Yes, I will. Uh, we're going to pick <laughs> You just hoik him on, and there's sort of a really sort of a hideous sound of his uh, limp body hitting the wagon. And at that point, it sort of spurs the horses on to go. Yeah, and then you just hop on, sort of standing on the side. And away we go. that very strange scene behind you. You sit in the wagon while Chris's kids whip the so-called horse into action. It trots along, slowly but tenaciously. Taking a look around you, you see vast rolling hills of basically nothing. The green fields are gone, the trees are memories, the villages have become piles of wood and stone, and the animals are just bones now, littering the dry ground. Chris is silent, but you kind of see him come to and see his uh, kids sort of driving uh, driving the horse and he's like did we win we did well i did yes oh wait a minute i remember what happened yes you told me this oh mate i feel woozy hey hey julian you sure you're all right driving the horse yeah dad i'm fine leave me alone <clears throat> don't, don't oh, i hate that kid sometimes he's all mouth oh i'm hungry i'm hungry fuck's sake Right, so, hmm. How are you doing, Chris? You fucking pathetic waste. Hmm? Why are we like this now? Why am I being bullied? Because look at you. Look at you. So, you're so scrawny. And I don't know. Look, you're beneath me, okay? I'm going to poke at you if I want to. Until you can be in my company, that's fine. He's allowed. You're you see that you clearly hurt his feelings. It's painted all across his rugged face, and he just goes, I'm going to drive the horse. Oh, Chris is messing with me. No, shut up. You've hurt me feelings. And you see him sort of shove oh, Julian Chris. out the way and get into the get into the front seat while Julian comes into the back. Good. Right. And he's like, we have saddened Chris, my lord. I don't care. Well, I can see that. Me dad's got thin skin. Bit like this horse, actually. <laughs> Torn. Torn. Mm-hmm. My lord. How about some of that lovely liquid? The vapour. Yes, that's mm. a great idea. It's time to go on a trip. Yes, indeed, I believe it is, my lord. Get, okay, let me get just me ready. find it and I will... Get me ready, pat me down, pat Pop me it down. off and away we go. To sort of, um, yeah, to sort of make the journey less fucking boring, um, you've been going, you know, a couple of hours and, Torn, you pull out the hallucination potion and Catler uh, uncorks it. <laughs> And you chug it right the fuck down, Catler. No, we are fucking hell. This tastes amazing. Oh, may I save a little for me, my lord? Oh, there's a drizzle. There's a drizzle. Okay. There's a... Oh, there we go. The oh, kid, boy. The kid's looking on at you, Julian, as he sits in the back with you guys. And he's just looking at both of you with confusion as you sort of... He just thinks it's like a normal drink. And you're chugging it back and going... Mm, yeah, and stuff like this. I look at Julian and go... 
and make sure we don't choke on our own sick. Yes, and cheer up, you little shit, and I throw in the last little bit of the bottle. And he, he chugs it down, he's like... Hang on a minute, this don't taste nearly as nice as you said it did. <laughs> it's not about the taste, yeah. my friend. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, tiny as well. Oh, the old one So, uh, seeing as we're stuck together for a little while, um, maybe I'll tell you a story. Um... You see, I, my sister, you know, the way she don't speak and all of that. Well, um... And then he starts talking, but the, as he's talking, telling you this story, it becomes reality to you, <laughs> and you guys are living it. And he's like... She talks to me sometimes. But not often, mind you, but it were a while back. We hadn't had food in days and me mum went, weren't long in the ground. Like starving. We were starving to death. We heard rumours that were people were eating the dead, but me, me dad, he refused to give in. Oh. And you see a picture of them arguing with each other. Oh, you yeah. even occasionally see it kind of like from their eyes. And he goes, <laughs> so we went on. A few more days passed and we sat in the corner of some abandoned building, no. boiling some shoes we found to make soup. And you... No. Why? You guys taste the soup and it makes you wretch. Oh, it's lovely and disgusting. And my sister started seizing up, shaking, chucking up some black stuff. And you guys feel the black stuff as if you were her rising up. <laughs> so, me dad... Asked me to go and see if I can find some nern root to cure her, you know. I couldn't find any, of course, but I came back a couple of hours later and there, seeing on the floor, was a big pot of stew. My sister had some of it. They're still down her chin, but she was up, staring at the wall instead of dying. I asked me dad what were in the stew and he just said, I traded my dagger for it. So I says to him, that don't answer me question. And he just told me to shut up and fix me with a stare that could kill a man. <laughs> we ate in silence. So my sister, she saw him make the stew. She saw what ingredients he used. And since then, she's been like this. What was in the stew? And you see from her eyes in this hallucination, him cutting up a human foot and putting it into a, uh, into a pot as she looks on secretly from another room. Oh, no. Oh. And then it just gets really fucking weird, and the rep the hallucinations are replaced with swirling colours and vortexes. <laughs> What's, <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, You awake several fucking hours later in the blackness of night. You were lying on the floor next to the wagon um, on some dry, cracked ground. Standing over you is, is Chris, and he just goes, Morning, sleepyheads. How long's it been? Chuffy Nick. <laughs> Stop shouting, will you, youngling? Christopher. Christopher. Why's it so bright in this darkness? <laughs> Christopher. Gave me some drugs, did you? No, he gave it to himself, actually. He told us a quite creepy story. If you weren't the king to be, if you weren't going to save the world, I'd fucking, I'd fucking you have you. Well, hold your tongue now. All right, well, I'm not happy about this. Good. And you see that you're in almost complete darkness, right? Um, it looks like a forest before you. Tangled shapes curl up from the ground and trees of some variety dangle huge, unwieldy fruits. Although you are some 50 feet from this tree line, the only illumination is the lantern hanging from Chris's wagon. And given the distance, it's hard to make the forest out. 
And he goes, by the way, we have to continue on foot from this point. What? Why? I trust that I'll be the only one in charge of what goes in my son's mouth from now on. What do you mean? It, 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 he, he gave it to himself. It's character building. He gave it to himself, you uh, fucking I mean, idiot. yes, he gave it self-administered. It was rotten weird. I saw things. Yes, me too. I learned a few Enlightenment, things. that's called. Enlightenment. I saw a universe. It was like a like a demon sitting on a throne and his best mate's a zombie. Oh, yes, 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 that's us. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Yes. Prophecy, see, prophecy. Many times I've seen it, yes, yes. You see that um, Chris's hand rests on his daughter's head and he's just, his eyes just sort of narrow at you. He doesn't actually say much, but he's just like, okay then. You make sure those eyes are not as narrow next time you look at me. And he opens it you. ever so slightly and he's like, sorry about that, my lord. Yeah, better. Lead on, Chris. Can we make a uh, sort of pact not to do any drugs for the rest of this? Because we're about an hour there. Yeah. I left on my own at the edge no, of the creepy no, woods. No. No, we can't, because I make the rules. Yes, this is true. Uh, that is fair, and that is true in sort of a literal sense. Mm-hmm. Shall well, we? All right. Lead the way. Fuck. He grabs the torch from the front of the wagon and gets closer to the edge of the woods. And you now see that the trees are, in fact, hanging bodies, strung up by hemp and rope. The decomposing corpses hang from an intense entanglement of crooked gallows and rotting wooden walkways. At every available opportunity, strung up from these jutting promontories are the dead, hanging by the neck in various stages of decay. The corpses are so many and so widespread that they crawl all the way up the sides of this valley and off into the distance at the bottom of a mountain. Stinking liquid drips from the bodies and the and pools in the lowest regions of the valley, so much so that the cadaver juice turns the deepest parts into a swamp. The higher parts of the valley do bear the signs of having been walked before and stretch up to the mountain in the distance, but many red-eyed, spiteful-looking crows can be seen up on these parts, soaked in some thick, oily substance. Mmm, tasty place we've got here again. You know, I'm getting pretty bored, my lord, with this constant shite. Just once I'd like to see a rainbow, you know what I mean? Ah, yes. We saw some last night, actually. Was it night? What day is it? A trip. trip. Well, it's been night for about two weeks now. I'm going to high-five Julian and go, (laughs) brilliant trip, eh? He he high-fives you, but he looks very tired. Where's Where's the last green? My lord. I don't exist no more. Sorry, that question was not directed at me. No. I, uh, and he backs off. But thanks for answering. Look, 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 many years ago we would come through these woodlands and we would lay and talk about the day and how our problems meant nothing compared to being Yes, rich. we would roll around and frolic. Mm-hmm. Yep. And swim in the river and, you know, yeah. all the fun stuff that yeah. royalty do, should do be loads entitled to. Loads of drugs. Some potions, yes. Loads of them. Well, uh... Now it's, this is the, uh, you know that valley I talked to you about earlier, the valley, valley of the unfortunate dead? Yes. Well, here we are. Oh. Suicide cults come here to, uh, to end it all. Because this place is like near to she, they reckon it will save them in the afterlife, but is she? I reckon nothing can save this situation. Anyway, we've got two choices. We can take the low road, go through the swamp. It'll be pretty gross. But up on the high road, it's rumoured that somebody called Kathleen the Crow lives there, commanding an army of crows. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's up to you. What road we take? Oh, God. And you see him sort of cracking his back. <laughs> <laughs> Look, well, what one smells worse? This place reeks. 
Well, up top, you've still got the corpses, but the juices flow downhill, you know what I mean? Mm. So, and up top is crows, which peck eyes, I'm mm. led to believe. Well, I think, I think, wait, wait a minute, let me, let me, let me, let me. Ponder, my lord. Mm. Crows, crows, I like crows. Let's go, let's go upwards. Crows it is. Yes, I like looking down on people, and if we get a higher ground, I can do that better. Well, fair point. And uh, you guys start walking. walking up the hill and sort of wade like you would normally wade through bushes and thick undergrowth you're doing this with hanging corpses that so often sort of drip little drops of viscous liquid as you as you part them making your way through and once you come to like the top of this verge there's a kind of a slight clearing but you see that where you are leads directly up to a building at the top of a mountain in the great distance and uh, you see in front of you that a number of dead birds litter the floor in the way of your path they're just they're not moving some of them upside down all of their wings spread well this is a bit annoying isn't it shall i sweep them out with my sledge yes okay yes I'm gonna try and yeah, I'm gonna try and sweep the, the bird carcasses out of the way with my warhammer. You go up to this pile of bird carcasses and and get your warhammer out. Give me a defense roll, please. Oh, it's a twenty with a plus two. It is at this point, Torn, that you realise these things aren't dead, but they're covered in this oil, which means they can't fly. And some of them leap at you and try to cling to you, but you expertly duck them as they flop over your head. Bird <laughs> carcasses, my lord, quite alive. They at once all let out a hideous screeching sound. And angry, my lord. Roll initiative. Alright, they are going to go first. Catler, some of them use their wings to drag themselves towards you, then try to leap up and stick to your face. Give me a defense roll. <laughs> Why do I find this funny? I got a six. A group of about four of them jump at you, and one of them attaches to your face with this oily substance. As it does so, it starts pecking at your eyes, and you take five damage. Fucking hell! And Torn, as you look over to your master, you see that some of them have tried to flank you and are coming around leaping at you. Give me a defense roll. Ah, get off your fiends! Not as a 10 total. Once again, a huge group of them lunge at you and you duck, but unfortunately one clings oh. to your neck and starts poking at your jugular. And it does three damage to you as it as it strips away large chunks of flesh and then you can see that chris is sort of being backed into a, a corner at the edge of this verge nearly tumbling down into the fucking valley below and he gets a three a group of them attached to him and you see him just go rolling down the hill getting torn to shreds and he's like oh no oh, 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 oh. chris And at this point, Julian notices his dad go over and he runs to the edge of the valley and screams, Daddy! Julian, do not jump! Avenge Avenge him. The crows lunge at him, getting him too. They overwhelm him, dragging him to the floor, tearing him to pieces. Julian! And he screams a hideous scream as he dies. Julian! 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 He goes down. 
the only one left is the little girl and she sits still in the uh, and, and she just stands nearby a vacant look on her face like the battle's not even happening to her you see at the very last minute as a group of six crows leap at her and try to stick to her that she goes into some sort of weird battle trance dodging out the way then taking a swipe at one of them and uppercuts it sending it flying into the valley below as it screams a hideous death knell <laughs> <laughs> that's more like it. Bullock. She then resets robotically to the position she was in before, staring into space. Uh, round two, roll initiative. I knew you had it in you, Burnick. You guys are going to go first this round. You've got the initiative. You've got the measure of these birds. You can see them moving like one big oily machine, shifting around at the top of this valley. Catler, you are going to go first. Right. That's it. It's time. I'll open up the scroll that I've got. And i go... Palms open the southern gate. 2d8 damage as they alight so quickly, like a head of a torch. Six and eight. Fucking hideous screech come up. It's one of the most horrific noises you've ever heard in your life. And it echoes throughout the cavern, followed by a stunned silence as these crows are turned to ash. You hear a strange sound. The, the, the sort of um, the pained cries of the crows are replaced with a very distant roar that you can hear echoing throughout the valley. All of the bodies down below sort of rumble and shake, as does the floor. Um, the little girl comes to stand by you, kind of. By, but behind your uh, leg, her head by your hip, sort of standing there for protection. At this point, her face is still as vacant as it ever was as she wakes out of her stupor. Another roar rings throughout the valley. Mm. I think we're going to get a move on, Mallow. Oh, the child. Bring her with us. Uh, may we call? Have a point at her. <laughs> Give me a presence roll. Okay. Yeah, that's a five. Uh, she, she, she doesn't respond in any way. I'll take that as a yeah. <laughs> and. Brilliant. As you guys continue up the path, she follows along. As you continue up the valley, um, closer and closer towards the top of the mountain, and you see this huge church-like building now. It's like all marble. It's clean. The only clean thing you've seen in months. And as you're approaching, um, uh, going up the hill, you notice a dilapidated shack um, falling apart at the seams. Next to it is a black tree that, that sort of uh, that sort of overshadows the fucking thing. On top of the tree, you see a berobed woman with tatty robes and like uh, very little hair. And she stands atop the fucking tree, just balancing on it perfectly, perched on there. She points a bony finger at you, at uh, you lot, and she's like, "You ass! You killed my children!" Who? No, who? no. Who? who? What? When? Who are you? Why? Kathleen the Crow be my name, and you be in my territory. So, I require from you thirty children, or lest ye cannot pass. What, you want to have sex with me? Don't be ridiculous, love. Um, how do you expect to birth thirty children? You want thirty children. Well, you it can be done. 
You took 30 away from me. Yes, and you could birth some more. What's your problem? They were special to me, those ones. They were very rude. Yes, they were black and oily and disgusting. One picked my neck. Yes. Well, it's people like you that mean I have to have crow security. What are you securing? What's, what is this? She takes her hood off and you can see that beneath it is uh, that she is just as oily and black as the fucking crows. Oh. And her few teeth in her head sort of drip with um, oily blackness and she just goes... <laughs> and you see her just conjure something up in her hand like dark energy, roll initiative. That means you guys are going to go first. You can see her at the top of the tree charging up some spell that there's an incoming flock of crows that will be here in two rounds. Oh, when this is charged up, you're in for it. Oh, my lord, I think I better go for the tree. Tor, take your turn. Here we go. I'm going to run at the tree and try and hit it with my war hammer. Give me a strength roll, mate. Oh, 19. Oh, ah. You see her just flop out of the fucking tree. She only takes one, one damage as she hits the ground. <laughs> you fucking cut. I'm going to run at her and try and stab her with the snakeskin gift. Here's a 13. You run up to her on the ground. The crows are getting ever closer and you lift up your dagger. Roll damage. Three. So, you bring it down. The magical effect of your dagger doesn't take hold this time, but you bring it down on her chest, and as you stab it in, it's like, it sounds more like the sound of crushing dried leaves than it does stabbing a person. She's like, Ooh, you fucking piece of shit! Now stop charging that now, this instance. Do not speak to him like that and stop your charge! Suck my fucking crow dick! And she slings <laughs> the spell at you, Catler. Give me a defense roll. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leap in front of it. No, my lord! Give me a defense roll instead, Torn. Uh, that's seven. As the spell blasts you in the face, you are um, you, you are immediately put to sleep. A very deep sleep. So as you dive, you just hit the fucking deck and your crumpled body takes three damage as you sort of smash into the side of the fucking hut. Fucking cuck! All right, next round. Roll initiative. She is going to go first and she's like, and for you, my little one. Suck this! Leave her alone! Give me a defense roll. Oh. Do you, no, I'm, I'm doing a spell on you, mate. She's harmless. She's just standing there. Anytime. Fuck off! Anytime you want to join in. Shut up! Barnick. Dodge this, you can't! I've got a 16. You dive out the fucking way. And as you do so, you see the spell fly towards Burnick. The spell blasts her in the face, and you see this nebula explodes, turning into a black hole, then collapsing in on itself. She gets sucked in and you just hear it, hear her bones crunching as she's sucked into this vortex. Fuck. Oh, that feels good. You know what, I'm glad you guys came now, because I can't do stuff like this. <laughs> Torn, you are asleep on the floor, crumpled against the side of this witch's hut. Give me a toughness to try and wake up. Okay. Uh, 14. You awake yes. um, in a position that you don't remember being in before. Um, you are so, like head down, legs up, back against the fucking hut, and your bones are in an awfully annoying position. Stay away from. Oh, ouch! What? Why? Yeah, you got in the way of the spell, and then I flung you up against the fucking wall. No, you. Right. Oh, shut up! Can I use my black poison? 
And how are you going to administer it? Basically, get up and just charge at her, screaming, and I'm going to just smash my potion into her mouth, ideally. All right, give me a strength roll, and it's going to be minus two because you're trying to go for a specific spot. Okay, uh, 16 with the plus, because I've got plus oh. one minus two. 16, mate. That is good enough. Yes! And if you remember, this potion is doubly as effective. So yes. you run up, jam it in her fucking mouth, and she's like, <laughs> Bottoms up, you bitch! Double damage is going to be 4d6 times two and blind for some time. 17, mate. Times two. Times oh, two. my fucking... <laughs> you with one hand behind her head and one hand in front ram this fucking thing down her fucking throat and she has no option but to imbibe the hideous <clears throat> black goo. And as you slam it down her throat, she sort of crumples in your hands and ends up just being... Looks like a pile of clothes on the floor. And she's like... I'm drinking! Suddenly you see the crows in the distance just turn right the fuck around and start flying, <laughs> flying away. That's right, you fucks. Fly away. Mummy's having a nap. And as you uh, as you stand there um, and with this woman dead, you see something approaching you. Looks like a crocodile, only much bigger with fiercer fucking teeth and an angrier face. And it approaches you guys and just goes, Oh dear, What's, what appears to have happened? Ah! I heard, I heard some commotion. I've come up to say hi. Name's Gorg. <laughs> well, Gorg, you've come at the right time. Uh, I'm just yes. <clears throat> dispatching this fuck for being horrible to our lord and saviour over here. Yes. Right, oh, oh. Yeah. And she killed a child. Actually, she killed two children. Oh, bloody hell, that's, yes. that's a bit out of order. And the dad. Yes, I mean, she's a right fuck, if I'm honest. Has she well, been bothering I mean, you? A little bit, yeah. Oh, right, well... She, bu- she bullies me sometimes, but well, uh, I can't say I would have, you know, dispatched her, but it's fine, you know. I mean, you can have her corpse if you like. It's right here. Yeah, yeah, all right. Wait a minute, I just need to... Just, I'll, I'll give it to you empty, and I'm going to just pat her down. Yeah, so. so you give it a search before you hand him the corpse. And give me a D66 roll. I've got a one and a five again. Fifteen. Yeah, you you search her pockets and it's only worthless witchy remains that crumble in your hands. And he's like, a lot of that stuff around here, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Never keep your hands on anything these you days. You see him use his, uh, his cr- crocodile hands to sling her onto his back and then he's just like, So, uh, what brings you out these parts, hmm? Uh, revenge, you know. Oh. Vendetta. Well, hang on, but there's only a few people that live around here. Who is it revenge on? But the one um, in in the presence of she. Oh, mama. Well, your mum. Yeah, yeah, oh. man. <laughs> I know. Oh, could them's you... the breaks, eh? Well, could you take us there? Curiously, you've sort of recognised now that this must be one of the two-headed basilisks. But bizarrely, he only has one head, and he sort of looks really morose. And he's like, oh, it's quite far. How far? Uh, well, I, I, well, I haven't been up there yet. Well, we make it worth you. Oh, so thing is, she threw me down here, and I it's remember. been I, my, basically my life's been pretty shit ever since. I've got a question, actually. And then I was going to walk up there, but I've been busy, you know. We can help you shout at her if you yes. like. Well, weren't you meant to have two heads? Oh yes. Oh, look, I get that question asked of me every day. Yes. So it's not two two-headed basilisks. It's technically one, but also who the one that they'll like, you know, King Pretty Boy, fucking Golden Boy. He's kind of like one-headed also. It was like a Fanning Whispers situation where basically people 
it was two basilisks, then people said he had two heads, and then it just got out of hand, so it's just local legends, you know, man? So you uh, yeah. you dislike your brother, I have not ever not. You dislike your brother, yes? Oh, I mean, he's like the biggest of cucks, I know. I mean, he, uh, basically, he, 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 he gives away all these prophecies, yeah? and people lap it up, they love it. When old Gorg comes to town with a few jokes to tell, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, don't even. When Something you, we have in common yet. Exactly, you know, it's like, it's just We're like, you, Gorg. Yes. Yeah. Um, both of you give me a presence roll. Uh, 13. And, oh! And a, and a crit success. Yes! He, um, you see a tear come out of his eye and he's like, um, Oh, oh, sorry, it's just, it's just allergies, you know. So about mama. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, man. Like, I would go up there, like, totally, but it's it's kind of it's kind of really annoying because she's a bit of a bitch, you know, and she hurts my feelings. Yes, like, well, I... So, look, listen to me, Gorkrat. Mm? It looks like my father is with your mother at the minute. She have a little pet dog. Oh, that guy. Yes, so, um, I hate him, you hate her. Little fatty fatty. You fancy yourself going up and, and fucking around and maybe a bit of murder and stuff? Give your brother a slap while we're at it. Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, picking, I'm picking up what you guys are putting down, and I tell you, it's not crumbling in my hands. That's what we like. Look, and if yeah. we do do a little bit of, you know, yeah. reshuffling, as we say, perhaps mummy can go, uh, bro can go, uh, this one's daddy can go, and you know, everyone's looking at Gorg. So we, oh, oh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if I like one, like a higher position like that, like I'm pretty chill, but... Okay, I mean, but we can, you can sort of just be like... Yeah, we can just look at you. Yes, just look, no, no position, Gaze no position at all. Would you eat a spider? Yeah, probably. I have had a few in my time, sure. Yes. Well, good, right. because that is sort of the staple diet around these places. Um, yeah, let's go kill my mum, bro. I mean, I mean, yeah. You're destined <laughs> for big things, my man. Yes. By uh, the way, I must say, I like your shine. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, well, I mean, in a fight, can dazzle the enemies. It's not that I do much fighting, you know, more about peace and love. But can you fight? Well, yeah, man, I mean, you've seen my jaw. Brilliant. Yeah, like, sorry about the decor of this place, you know, it's, like, pretty shitty, but... I basically spend a lot of time down here screaming up at my mum that I hate her and she's a bitch and stuff, and... Because, well, do you get this, guys? Get this. For my birthday, she throws me down a cliff with a bunch of abandoned fetuses. It's not on. It's on, you know, I mean, what the fuck, bro? That is like, that is like totally not on, Gorg. I know, I know, right? Well, tell her. What? Look, we go right up there. We go right up to her and tell her, Mum, it's not on. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm going to point at her and I'm going to be like, who, 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 who do you think you are? And she's going to be like, oh my God. And, and I'm like, going to be like, bitch. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, tell her. Yes, and I'll kill my dad. And, and we have, of course, and we will complete yes, I'll, our mission. I'll kill my dad, yes. Cool. Um, all right, but follow me. I know the way. Brilliant. Uh, one last thing before we go, Gorg. That yeah. young child that got changed or taken or t I don't know what happened but she kind of disappeared any idea where she might have gone well I uh, saw that sort of swelling vortex go to water and I was like WTF what and then I was like what and then I was like oh no so um but it was like I, I don't I don't know is yeah. the answer right. I'm sorry I, I dragged that on for quite okay, okay. So well, look, at least you tried hey um so uh 
And as you walk off, he starts to set up a conversation. Like, so what kind of music can you do? Do, do, do okay. you guys like the Dire Straits? The Dire Straits? Dire Straits? No, the Dire Straits. The Dire Straits. I don't know. I've heard them once. They're pretty cool, man. What? been walking for some time at this point uh, up the top of the valley you see now that the valley of, uh, of the unfortunate dead kind of spreads further and further and into the great distance and even down the other side you see these hastily built fucking gallows with people hanging from every single one but eventually you come to the front of this huge huge castle church-like building gothic architecture made entirely of marble and at the top of this fucking mountain, as the wind blows on you and you see that everything down below is diseased and filth, this castle kind of shines. It's pure marble, clean as you like, and would be so clean you could eat off of it. Its huge, immense doors in front of you are made from gold, and which also shines immensely. It sticks out like a sore thumb in what is otherwise a pretty miserable fucking place. And Gorg is like, fuck's sake, you know? Wow. Lovely, lovely decor. Love what she's done with the place. Mmm, oh. nice. If uh, you know, before we go in, I feel like it would um, it would help me out if you guys listened to some of the poetry I wrote about you know in my life and my situation. Would that be cool. Mm, it's yeah. just that it really gets me psyched up, you know, because it. I write it when I think about how like my mum's like basically really out of order, you know. Bad at us. Yeah, go on, come on, come on. Let's have a listen. Yeah. <clears throat> Cut my life into pieces. Mm. This is my last resort. Wow. Suffocation. No breathing. Wow. I don't uh-huh. give a chuff if I cut my arm bleeding. <laughs> okay. So oh, pretty. That that one is uh, that that one's called pain. Pretty deep stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. Yeah. Do you want a hug? Um. Bring it in, big guy. There you go, torn hug him. Uh, yes, my lord. You put your arms out round him, and he just goes, "Hold me tight." I'm trying. These arms are didn't love me. <laughs> there, there, there. It's all better now. <laughs> Gorg. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. So allergies. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Well, right. you can see the door, lads. And Steve speaks up, and he's like, "Oh." Can I, can I bit, can you wield me during this fight, please? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to show my brother a fucking thing or two. Putting me in a sword, will ya? Well, I'll put you in the fucking ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit, Ooh, Steve. I'm gonna knock. You knock on the door and it just opens as if by magic yeah, on, it's on its own. Thank you. Thank you. Good. The scene you're met with is bizarre. It's like um, a huge, huge marble entry room. You see staircases winding off, some of them upside down. The geometry doesn't make a lot of sense as there are doors on the ceiling and winding staircases all over like an Escher painting. But in front of you is a circular, perfectly circular pit, gilded with gold on on the outside. It appears to stretch down infinitely. You can easily walk around it, but what's somewhat unsettling is that what you see on the other side of the pit, in front of all these staircases, you see it looks just like a black robe, but it's darker than that. It's a shadow wearing a white mask. It stands there, unmoving. Attached to it by a chain is... Your dad, Catler, the king, Torn. 
He wears only a loincloth and slobbers around on the floor attached to this chain. And as you fix gazes with him, he just sees a... You... You cunt. He lunges forward, desperate to get off the chain, but this shadow thing, unmoving, sort of holds him still. And you see the Gorg is uncharacteristically quiet, sort of shying away behind you. He looks really like meek and weak at this point like the presence the mere presence of this woman is making him feel weak and scared and he's like um i'll I'll be back here you know during the fight come on gorg what do we talk about one man speak let me have it speak it speak it speak your truth suddenly a low guttural sound comes from this shadow you can see black tendrils of energy swirling up around this woman Bless you. (laughs) Roll initiative. She is going to go first. You see her let the dog off the lead and it runs forward angrily, snarling. And it jumps at you, Catler. Give me a defense roll. Fuck off, Dad! For five. He he bears down upon you. His jaw stronger than it should be, biting into your neck, taking a huge chunk out. Um, you take three damage. Ooh. You are very near to death at this point. Get away from him! As he starts maiming you. Next up, she goes for a spell. Torn, give me a dodge roll as these black tentacles come out of the ground and fling at you. Uh, ooh, 17, 18, 19. You dodge expertly out of the way as the tentacles of energy sort of slope back into the darkness. She's stays exactly where she is, never moving, as this thing flies at you. Not today, bitch! Next up is going to be you, Catler. Your dad is currently on you, pinning you to the ground, slobbering on your face, biting at you as you bear. Oh, God! Steve! Steve! Have a word, will you? I've got an eight. The king brings his arm around and smacks it, and it's you see that you see Steve, you see Steve slide across the marble floor a few feet away from you. He's still atop you. Ah! <laughs> Next up is going to be Torn. Get off of him, you fuck. He's my lord, not yours. You had your chance. Uh, and I'm going to come and try and hit him off, my lord. Uh, Give me a strength roll. Yes. Ten. As these two are rolling around together on the floor, you don't manage to get in a decent hit and instead just smash some of the marble floor. Next up, you see that Gorg is running at the both of you. Give me defense rolls, both of you. Seven. Ten. You are, you are sent plummeting into the pit as Gorg smashes into you. Betrayed us! I did it! I'm, I'm better than Verhu, right? Come on! And you guys are just falling infinitely. And as you guys are spinning, 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 you look down and you can see that this goes on for fucking ever. The king coming down with you. Next round, roll initiative. You are going to go first. You're falling down this infinite hole extremely fast. And uh, the king is still attached to Catler f- as they fall in a ball next to you. Torn, what are you going to do? I, uh, can I try and air, air swim over <laughs> to um, uh, to the king, the rabid king, and uh, try and get my warhammer handle around its neck to try and pry him off of my lord? Okay, give me an agility roll to sort of kick off one of the walls here. <laughs> you glide towards him expertly. You're now within melee range. <laughs> give me a strength roll to try and choke him with your handle. Uh, 17 again! Nice. You wrap it round his fucking neck. Roll damage. Fourth damage. Get off of 
him! He's trying to struggle and the three of you are now spinning in a ball as you fall further and further down towards infinite blackness. Catla, what are you going to do? I think it's time you suffered some more, but not by the hands of me. Do you know what it feels like to be hung from the neck? You see, by the look at the marks on your collar, yes you do. But have some of this, you fuck. Let him have it, my lord. I'm going to um, grab his face and push it against the walls as it sl- as we're going down. Give me a strength roll. I've got 15. I slam his head into the side. And as you're going down, your fall slows a little bit as you grind his face, big chunks of it being left behind on the wall. And it makes a hideous fucking noise. Before a while, you're pushing so hard your hand is going up against the wall, grinding the last bits of his fucking head into dust. (laughs) You are still falling infinitely. You continue to fall down the hole, and uh, up above, you can hear um, the cry of Steve. He's like, No, don't pick me up! Kala! You gotta save me! I have an idea. Hold on to me tight. Oh, you don't have to ask me twice. Torn, you wrap your arms around Catler's body. And I'm going to uh, jam both of the daggers that I have into the wall to try and grind us to a halt. Give me a strength roll and it's going to be a minus four. Six. One of your daggers shatters in your hands, but the other, the snakeskin gift, starts glowing with magical energy. It doesn't break, but doesn't get put in the wall. The light above you is getting further and further away. But Torn, you're still gripped around his body. So I'm going to try and use my warhammer for a similar I'm good similar thing actually and just try and kind of latch onto the side with my other hand while I start hold on to Catler with, with Give me a strength arm. roll. Uh, 15. You smash the sledgehammer into the wall, creating a uh, makeshift crevice and then hanging onto it. Catler, you stay gripped onto Torn, and the both of you come to a sudden stop. Your sewn-on arms are sort of coming away at the seams a little bit, um, uh, literally, and you, it, there's this horrible feeling of your arms sort of being torn away a little oh, bit lord. as you're there. Hold on tight, my lord! Ah, fucking hell. I don't know how long these arms are going to hold out for, so we must move quickly. Help me! We're coming! Fucking hell, that sword. What a moany prick. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and um kind of upward upward thrust us now with the use of the um hammer to try and fling us back up again. Y- yanking on it. Yeah. Alright, give can me I... a strength roll and it's gonna have to be good. Okay. Can we can I we build up momentum first? It's like you know like when you swing like a pendulum, can I run along the wall because I'm at the bottom and therefore when he does the eventual swing, have the momentum as we're going up. Perfect. You can it. give me an nice. agility roll then to help him out. Okay. Both of you roll. Nice. So that's a fifteen for me. And and a motherfucking 18 for me. Yes. So, Catley, you begin swinging on the dangling sledgehammer and back and forth. And just at the right fucking moment, when you yank on it and send you guys flying upwards, your hands now gripping onto the side of the hole. And uh, you can hear uh, Gorg now speaking. And, he, and he's like, see, I, I, I brought these guys, sacrificed them in the pit for you. Maybe, maybe, maybe I can move back in with you. Oh, don't look at me like that! Now you're back up near these fuckers and you're hanging over the side of this infinite pit. Give me an initiative roll, we're going into the next round. Nice! It is going to be your turn. Catler, you're hanging off the side. You can hear Gorg complaining to his fucking mum. What are you going to do? I've just got a box standard knife. Can I loss it at him? Yeah, okay, so you yank yourself up slightly over the pit. Give me a fucking presence roll for the, uh, for the attack there. I've got uh, 12. You send the dagger whistling through the air, heading straight for Gorg's fucking head. Give me a damage roll. Four. As it smashes into his head, he goes, Ow! Oh, cut my life into pieces. This is my... Me no feel good. 
The woman still stands there motionless with him writhing next to her. He's like, ow! Fucking, fucking fuck. Why? Torn, it's your turn. Why? You want to know why? You betrayed us, you shit. You're supposed to save us and help us, and look what you did. You threw us in a pit to get, to try and get in with mummy, dearest. Oh, Gork, you're in trouble now, my friend. Yeah, I'm gonna wallop him with my warhammer. You, so you climb out of the fucking pit and run up to him, yeah. and then wield your warhammer above your head. Give me a strength roll. On 18. Oh, that's gonna be a hit roll damage. Yes. Four damage. You bring your sledgehammer to bear down on this fucker's stomach as he rides around the floor, and as you do so, some sort of, uh, some sort of, uh, like a strange-looking organ comes out of his fucking uh, throat, and he's like, Ugh! and he's, he's like, ah, oh, my spleen. You don't need that where you're going. No, I mean you don't need it in general, but, uh, but ow! What the fuck, man? <laughs> Next up is going to be their turn. She, sort of, uh, still unmoving, goes to, uh, still unmoving, conjures up a huge uh, black ball of energy which flings a U-Torn. Mm. Roll defense. 12. As you sort of clumsily lunge out the way, slamming into a pillar, the, the ball of energy goes right past you and into the doors, turning them into splinters instantly. <laughs> Next up is going to be Gorg. He gets up, dagger in his head, his stomach caved in, and he lurches himself slowly towards you, Catler. And he's like, throw a dagger in my head, will you? Well, snip mouth in the birtations. Wait, wait, ooh, wow, my brain is really fuzzy, guys. Oh, I don't feel good. Next round, roll initiative. Awesome, you guys are going to go first. <sighs> I feel like you've got the measure of them at this point. We'll start with Torn. You're standing with your back up against the pillar whilst Catla and Gorg are engaged in a fight. She merely stands there. I'm going to go for her, my lord. You keep that fuck occupied. I believe I have something that she might not like. It's not the dust from that pale one. Otherworldly creature. You pull out this dust from your pocket and run towards she. Uh, so I'm gonna try and rip. I'm gonna run towards her, try and rip her mask off and cover her in pale one dust. Uh, give me a strength roll to tear the mask from her face. Uh, that's a 14. So as you as you run up, you start to peel the fucking mask away from her face with immense strength. And what happens is you see it sort of still attached by these sort of like gooey tendrils as you're ripping it away from the shadow. She lets out a hideous fucking high pitched scream. <laughs> Give me, a, uh, give me a strength roll to slam the pale one dust down into her face hole. The 19. As you slam this onto her face and she's screaming, you see the shadow sort of melting a little bit and flickering like an old VHS. And then, and then she just uh, begins to blink out of existence. The black kind of crawls up your arm and then just fades away into a black puddle on the floor. She lets out one shameful last scream. <laughs> Suddenly, there is quiet amongst this fucking place and you see that stars and sort of nebulas can be seen in the black puddle on the floor and Gorg's like, so, uh, no hard feelings? I'm gonna grab him by the throat. <laughs> I'm gonna just choke him out. I'm gonna choke him to death. All right, give me a strength roll to choke him to death. I got 16. You, 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 like, lie on top of him, compressing his fucking neck, and you hear it break and crunch underneath you as he's like, oh! If there is an afterlife, I'll kill you there too. I'm just gonna loss him right down the hole. You kick him down the fucking hole and you see his lifeless, choked out body fall down there. You see that the, the, the black puddle on the floor that used to be she is now sort of writhing and worming and doing all sorts of weird fucking shit. And uh, you, it starts to, 
look like reality sort of collapsing in on itself. Like the geometry stops making sense. Things are pouring into this puddle like a black hole. Can I try and bottle that up? Can't miss out on that. Looks fun. Give me an agility roll to scoop it in. Oh, 20. 20. <laughs> Yeah, you actually sustain no damage from doing so, and as you scoop it into a bottle, you you can see sort of reality, everything sort of, even gigantic walls of this fucking place sort of pouring into the open mouth of the bottle. Then you put the cork on, and suddenly reality pops back to how it was before. And uh, yeah, Steve lies on the floor and he's like, Well, don't feel like I really had much input in that battle. Um, well you whined like oh, a little... I'm a little bit fucked off. You whined like a little bitch, didn't you? It, yes, you could have followed us down the hole, Steve. Oh, well, I can't because I can't move independently. You guys know Just that. up there. Oh, someone's holding me. <laughs> oh, fuck off, mate. <laughs> Look, Steve. Look, now's the time for celebrations. Yes, I'm Torn, sorry. pop us a fucking potion. We've killed the fucking king. <laughs> well, not you. The king is dead. You Long don't. live the king. And I lift Catler's arm. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, dead. Fuck you, you cunt. Well, that was fucking fun. Well, well, well. Good fucking idea to bottle up the the sludge. I didn't think of that. That was a fucking good idea. Well, that was fun as shit, man. Oh, it was good. It's good to be back. It's oh, good to man. be back. How good was, it was that? Nice. It was nice. I kind of, I, I really, I, I hope that um, the uh, bottled up fucking universe can either assist us or really hurt someone else. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. idea, yeah, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got yeah, it. That's yeah, the main yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad I remembered that I had that dust. Yeah, yeah. Same. I forgot that you had that. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you know what was funny as well is that essentially the way the mission was set up, I kind of expected Chris to be with you till the end. <laughs> so did I. Yeah. And also, like, so you know, there was the low road and the high road yeah. in the valley. So the low road was going to be a swamp, and there's this. I don't think I'll reuse this encounter. So, but what happened? What was going to happen was that there's a, a guy called Alain the Wickhead Knife Wielder, and he's going to be following, like stalking you through the oh, swamp. He's got his, yeah. his like head works like a sort of lantern, and yeah. it, it can illuminate people. Oh, so, I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was that was going to be the alternative. Oh, but mate. Kathleen the Crow was the was the other one. That was grim. That oh, was nice. disgusting. Yeah, she was she was a fucking nasty. Oil piece covered of... crows. Yeah, I like knocking her out of the tree. That was fun. that was a good <laughs> idea, man. That was so funny. Oh, I love that dog. Yeah, so I was mate, going to go for the fun. tree too. Actually, yeah. Fun. Well, that's it. Great minds think alike, eh? Yeah, there yeah. you go. See. So that was it for another episode. That was Morkborg. Dead can't lie. The king. Yes, mate. Murky Burky oh, up in here, mate. Yeah. Well, I've been Harrison Hunt. Oh, I've been Nick Lambslice. And I've been James Pumpkin. And remember that D20s are cool, but the remains of something worthless will always crumble in. The Skorg falling. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody help me! Ah!